Hey, welcome to the Mojo Family Sports Rant. It's going to be a quick episode this week. It's just me. Uh, do, do. We're just going to do a quick update on Monday Night Football, the Lions' recent victory against the Raiders, 26-14. to They won by 12. And then we'll talk about, briefly, the trade deadline. So let's get into it. First of all, I want to talk about the, the win on Monday night. I mean, the Lions look good. This is what I needed to see out of the Lions. Actually, what I really wanted to see out of the Lions was a little bit more of a dominating victory against a far inferior team, but I'll take it. A win's a win is really all that matters in the NFL, and the Lions are now 6-2, and two, and that is the big thing that matters in this game. Positive, negative. Let's talk about the positive first. The positive, the defense. I feel like they made a complete 180 since last week. I watched them last week get just kind of manhandled by Lamar Jackson. Easy to do. I feel like Lamar is... People people view Lamar as this guy who uh, isn't a great passer. But I think Lamar, when he's 100% and on his game, can be a fucking fantastic quarterback. And I like to listen to Colin Cowherd. I think he's got great takes. He's a very moderate guy. And he said a great thing about Lamar Jackson. And he, he likes lines, first of all. But he said a great thing about Lamar Jackson and NFC teams. NFC teams are... I think one in 16 against Lamar Jackson because they don't see him ever. And regardless of whether you think he's like the best quarterback in the league or just some, you know, athletic running back who could throw the ball once in a while, he is uh, very different from what most teams face. And I think the lines were admittedly unprepared. Now I only give them a little bit, like it's still a game and you still got to come in and prepare for them. And they, they blew it. The Lions, the Lions fucked it up last week, but but they came in and, and the defense uh, fired up. So I think last week was more of an aberration than anything. They came in this week and they just destroyed the Raiders. I mean, they only gave up seven points. The, the Raiders scored 14, but their defense actually scored as many points as their offense did. <laughs> I mean, the, the Raiders really only had one drive where they looked like they had any kind of cohesive unit when they gave Josh Jacobs the ball and they kind of forced it down the Lions' throats, which, again, kind of leads me my argument that the Lions probably should have gone some kind of interior defender at some point. Uh, you know, Bugs continues to be a healthy scratch. I'm not really sure what's that about. But Lee McNeil looks good. I think he needs help. I don't think he's like Davis type of interior defensive lineman, but he's good. He needs some help, though. And then Hutch is on his own most of the time. However, this game... They all look great. Didn't matter. They got pressure on Garoppolo and Zaloni, who I picked apart last week for his piss poor play. Uh, looked great this week. Looked fired up. Looked like the linebacker he has for every other game they've played this week. Um, I, I can't really say more about how the the defense played. They played great. I mean, they had some weird penalties, but that that was more of a stupid call than anything. I will say uh, Jack Campbell, like Jameer Gibbs, minus the last two weeks, like JMO. I'm not really sure why we're not using him in better situations. When he's on the field, when he makes plays, which he always does, I feel like, when he's out there. I mean, I'm no NFL analyst, shockingly, I know. But he looks good when he's out there, and then he just isn't very much. And I'm not really sure what's that about. So I guess I don't really understand why you draft him in the first round if you're not going to use him appropriately. He's a very athletic, high-energy guy. I think over-pursues a little bit sometimes. I think his energy is a little too high. I think he's a little bit too of a crazy dude. 
he needs to tone it down a bit, but I mean, he's got all the physical tools and I would hope he has the mental tools if they drafted him. So there's that. But otherwise, I mean, I can't say anything really negative about the defense. Brian Branch was back. My God, does that guy make a difference? I mean, he could have been a top, I feel like 10 draft choice at this point. And uh, no one would have would have batted an eye at that. So Brian Branch looks amazing. As far as the offense goes, um, I mean, they look good at the end, finally. I was a little concerned that they were just kicking field goals for a better part of the first half. I uh, I still have questions about Jared Goff. I, uh, he threw a really bad pass for a pick six that scored half of the Raiders' points. And again, I feel like you make these mistakes against these bad teams, and the Lions are good enough now to overcome them, which I think is a testament to the Lions' offense. To Jared Goff, to be fair, it's a testament to him to throw these pick sixes and come back and still be good. But I think if you do this against a good team, especially like in the playoffs, against the Eagles... Uh, you know, if we get to the Super Bowl, God forbid, and we throw a pick six, like that's going to be real hard to come back from. And I just like you, he, and he did the same thing last week with Baltimore. There's just certain plays. I feel like the, the positive of Jared Goff, because I don't think he's a statistically, he's a top five quarterback. I understand that, but he's not, I think he proved that last week in Baltimore. He's not going to go out and win you games. He's going to be a great quarterback when he's surrounded by good talent and good people. And luckily, the Lions are fortunate enough to have that. But again, like when he made this throw for no reason, and I just feel like you can't do that when you're not going to come back and also kind of pick up the slack and be that guy and force, you know, force the ball down the field and go win it and. I feel like the Lions win right now because of the talent they have around Jared Goff, not because of Jared Goff. Jared Goff is a very low ceiling, or excuse me, a low floor, but a very also kind of low ceiling. He's kind of gives you what he is every week. And again, it doesn't mean you can't win with him. I just feel like you need to surround him with talent. So Jared Goff kind of uh, just reinforced what I thought last week. He's a good quarterback. He's just not a star. And, and again, when he, I don't know, you just listen to him talk. I want a guy with a little bit more passion, a little bit more energy, a little bit more something. I know, maybe I'm pushing a little bit. I just want Detroit to have a, a star finally. And Jared Goff isn't it, but he's a good quarterback. Gibbs. Gibbs was amazing. I think a lot of it had to do with the fact, though, that he was finally used in appropriate ways. I think Again, my issue with with Gibbs is it's never been the talent. I think he finally got to show it today because Ben Johnson put him at all of the positions to win. He was thrown to. He was run in creative ways, not just up the middle a hundred times. He did things that he he hit he hit holes. He's a much tougher runner than I think most people. I think and me maybe not most people me mo I did not think he was this tough of a runner. Dude's a tough runner. He bounced off. He had, I think his best run was like a 20-yard runner. He broke like three tackles. That was very impressive for me. And he caught the ball. Like Gibbs is a great player. I I just I am I don't understand why we haven't used him like this. This is kind of what I envision a Gibbs bless up the middle, but more like everything else. Like to me, Montgomery was always going to be the up the middle. And Gibbs is going to be everything else. And I just feel like Ben Johnson continues to 
poorly use Jameer Gibbs. And this was finally the game where they're like, we're going to we're going to open it up and do it. Maybe it's Gibbs fault. Maybe he didn't know the system. I don't know. Like, I'm not, of course, back there. And I don't know what's going on with the lines behind the scenes. But this was finally, I feel like, Gibbs breakout game. So I'm happy for Gibbs. I I I, I cannot emphasize this enough. I got in an argument with some people on Twitter or X, whatever it is now. Like Gibbs is a good player. Gibbs is a fantastic player. I just, the question was, is Gibbs worth a draft pick at 12? I still think no. I still think we could have, we were so much better than the Raiders this game that our, our limitations were not Gibbs. Gibbs, we could have won this. Somebody said we wouldn't have won this game without Gibbs. I think that's 100% bullshit. I think we would have won this game, maybe by not as much. Maybe we would have, would have leaned on some other players, which would have been Goff. And people want to say Goff is the savior. So I don't, I just, you already, you, you literally signed a running back in Montgomery who has been great this year. He's, I think he's been everything we want to be. I just still don't think drafting Gibbs at 12 is necessary at this point then. Two things can be true at once. I love Jameer Gibbs. I am happy he's having success and I want him to have success continue forward. But I still don't think he was worth the draft pick at 12. I don't think that's a big take. I think uh, I draft, I judge our teams based on who they lose to, not how they win. Like a win is a win. And like, of course, Jameer Gibbs helped us win last night. But I think if Gibbs isn't there, we just win differently. Like, I don't think we don't win that game. We were just far better than the Raiders. I think without Gibbs, we just. Th- throw it a little bit more i think we are put in different situations we can't kick three field goals i think you know we have to give it more to craig reynolds who played a well game hashtag craigs are the best (laughs) throw a shout out to craigs but i just think that you know i i i judge us on our losses and our losses are against the seahawks who we couldn't stop anybody which points to defense and then it and then the Ravens, who it wasn't only defense, but we could not stop the Ravens at all on defense, and it spiraled. My, my thing with the Ravens was multifaceted. It was mostly their defense. It was also golf. It was a big thing. But if you start stopping the defense, if you slow them down, if you give the offense a chance, then, yeah, I think we might have a chance to win the game. So Gibbs isn't it for me. Still at twelve. Now, it doesn't matter because I'm not making the picks, and Brad Holmes is still a good GM. I don't mean Brad Holmes doesn't make good choices. I think he makes some boneheaded ones every once in a while, like literally every other GM, but I think he's a very good GM, and I trust him. I trust him 90% of the time to make the choice. And we'll talk about the draft choice or the trade deadline choice in just a second. But So that's my argument with Gibbs. I just There are many scenarios where you can draft Gibbs at 12, and that's okay. I don't necessarily am against the no running backs in the first round thing. Uh, generally, yes. But I think if you're a certain team, if you are a luxury team where you have, where you just won a Super Bowl, you were like super close and you just needed that one piece, that's when you take a running back. But there are so many good running backs you could take in the later rounds. I mean, we could have had Christian Gonzalez. Christian Gonzalez is the big guy. We could have had some D linemen at like Brian Brzee. I know hasn't really done much this year, but... I think I would have taken a flyer on a defensive guy instead. 
So the Lions look good on Monday night. That's good. I think we're back in action. We get a break. Everybody can get healthy, and then we come back and we play the Bears. Excuse me, the Chargers, who are terrible defensively. They just gave up a bunch of points. They made Bage, Bagnet, whatever the fuck the Bears quarterback name is, look like a pro. So hopefully we have another good opponent where we can beat. Uh, I think it'll be interesting, though, because we'll see a good quarterback in Justin Herbert. We can watch Herbert and Goff go toe-to-toe. But it was good to see the Lions win. They needed that. I still believe in the Lions. I really do believe that Baltimore was an aberration. Now, onto the trade deadline. The Lions traded a sixth-round pick for Donovan Peoples-Jones, a wide receiver from the Browns, who actually played college football at Michigan and was born in Detroit, played high school there. Uh, I love this trade. I think it was a little bit of a fantasy to hope that the Lions would draft a player, excuse me, trade for a player like Montez Sweat or Chase Young, who both ended up getting traded to different teams. Real quick, on what side note on the Bears, the Bears traded a second-round pick for Montez Sweat. The Bears are fucking terrible. Montez Sweat is a good player. I don't. I would not have given up a second-round pick for him. Now, again, I'm not a GM. doesn't matter to me. But the Bears continue to stockpile defensive pieces for a team that is just atrocious. I don't know if they're going to try to make a run at a quarterback and a wide receiver next year and just go full 100% wide receiver offense in the draft. Anyway, I digress. I don't think the Lions ever were going to go after one of these big-name players. That's not Brad Holmes' MO. He likes to go through the draft. He likes to make nice, calculated, thoughtful, subtle moves. Uh, But he doesn't do flashy stuff. He doesn't. He takes the guys he thinks are good culture fits, and he's never once, I don't think, made it a big, splashy, like, gone after and going his star receiver, trading up to the top five pick. Uh, he, he traded up to get JMO, but I think that was more of a, he really felt JMO was the was the guy for this team. So I think I like the DPJ trade. I don't think it's huge. I think it keeps our important draft picks. I think it gives us a guy who could be a solid number two for a sixth-round pick is pretty damn good to me. And at worst, you know, he's another fill-in piece, and he's like a, you know, Josh Reynolds, Khalif Raymond uh, type mold. So he's just a depth guy. At worst, he's not going to be terrible. And at best, he could be a number two. That's always a great pick for me for when you give away a sixth or seventh-round pick. So where does this leave the Lions going forward? I still think the Lions are one of the best teams in the NFC. I mean, you look at the the Eagles. The Eagles are good. The Eagles are going to be tough to beat when Jalen Hurts is on his game. But San Francisco just lost to the, the Vikings. I think Brock Purdy's finally starting to shine through a little bit as a average to below average quarterback. And then you have the Cowboys, who are the most Jekyll and Hyde team of the NFL. One week they'll look like they're the best team ever, and the next week they'll look like they're absolute dog shit. So uh, it's it's a really it, it almost feels like college football in Michigan to me. Like uh, you know, Michigan looks dominant, but I'm not really sure. The Lions have played a couple good teams, Baltimore, one of them, and they got destroyed. And then they've beaten the Chiefs, who are I think usually everybody's top five power ranking. So. I still think they're the top five. I feel like they're the top three team in the NFC. 
I'd probably still give them the nod to top five in the NFL. I really think week to week they can beat anybody. They stand up well. They match up well. Yeah, I think they're a top five team. Anyway, that's all I got for you now. Uh, we'll be back either later this week or next week to talk about more of this uh, scandal with Michigan. And the Michigan Wolverines had a bye week this week, so they stood pat and are still undefeated. And we'll be back. Uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with twenty questions. As always, you can follow us on t- Argue with Me on Twitter. X, whatever it's called, trying to get threads involved. I hope uh, for if anybody listens to this, that they might want to do threads. I don't know. I'm looking for something other than Twitter X, but that was a fun conversation last night. Anyway, uh, Motown Family SR, if you want to follow us on Twitter X. And we'll be back later this week slash next week with uh, more recaps of the lines. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you then.